Hey, Brian. Oh, oh, hey, AJ. Hey, man. Hey, you remember? Uh, no. You remember when all those review outlets and everybody like ACG and a bunch of other people shit all over the PSVR version of Hitman Three before it even came out because they said it was gonna look like shit and run like shit. You remember that? Good no, times. No, I don't really pay attention to, to to what other channels are doing or saying because they're always like wrong and shit. So you know, <laughs> they are. This is this is a a sweet karmaic justice served. No, actually, in all seriousness, uh, they do need to to fix that on the PC side, and uh, because that's also going to be important for us when we get uh, when we get our PSVR two version, the inevitable. PSVR 2 version. We want it to be good, and I think they're a um, little inexperienced in the VR space when I want it, it comes to, be, to gameplay. I want, I want the PlayStation VR 2 version to be inimitable. Inimitable, in, inimitable, in, inimitable, inimitable, inimitable. Uh, I think MRI should start the show today. He, he starts off with the $2 tips and says, Happy Friday, cats. I agree. Let's start the show. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right here, 6 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube. If you're watching it live, then hello. How are you doing? If you're not watching it live, remember, if live isn't really your thing, or you don't care to watch us and look at our beautiful faces for the next hour, you can always head on over to podcast services of your choice, like Spotify, or Apple Podcast, or other things that I've never even heard of, but guess what? We're kind of everywhere, and you can listen to us over there, so... Make sure you thumbs up those things, thumbs up this thing, and I'll thumb up your thing. I don't think that's how this goes. My name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here, my head of life mate, AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. There will be no thumbing ups of things anywhere, Brian. What is up, man? What is up, Game Cats? Chairface says, we out here? Yes, damn right, baby. Happy Friday. And I know I might have pissed some people off with that um, with that opening statement. I'm just having fun. I really don't give two shits today. My foot hurts, and I've got it propped up uh, with my broken toe in all of its glory. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm here to have a good time, and I hope you guys are too. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. And, I mean, and there's going to be a few people out there. I know I know Todd, the father, mucking came cat, is concerned about this. There's going to be a few people who were with me when, when this showed up today, and were a little bit surprised. I was like... I don't even really remember ordering Last oh Labyrinth <laughs> Special Edition from uh, from Strictly Limited Games. Strangely, it's the German version. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Wait, Dude, what does that say in the top right? It's like Enforza? Enforderlich. It, it, uh, it, it means necessary. Um, so PSVR, PSVR necessary to play this game. Where's um, Bell? Get Bell to translate it for us. Hell yeah. Uh, but this is it's like I've never seen a strictly limited game show up in a different language. Like they're, in, they're I think, UK company. I have no idea what happened, but it took forever for this to happen. So I'm assuming they had to like, I don't know, like circumvent the ESRB or Peggy ratings or something to get it out. They must have had some major problems. So who knows what that was. But anyway, how's it going, AJ? Great, man. Uh, I've got some exciting news. I've been for like two days straight working on my Zenith tips video. Tips are back, baby. 
Woo! It's been a long time cometh. Uh, but yeah, uh, I will be posting that uh, right after the show. I just got to get the thumbnail done. And uh, yeah, man, I'm really, really excited about that and the game, which we will certainly get into. Um, I see Bel Ramio in the chat uh, already with the five dollar donation. Says six days yeah. until Zenith hype train. Let's go, choo yeah. choo. Yeah, man, we got even more reason to be excited about Zenith. Uh, but you know, we've got some other things to take care of first, isn't that right, Brian? Yeah, we sure do, man. Uh, you know, we always like to thank a whole lot of people on this show. You know, the people who contribute to the channel by not only um, giving us tips during this show, which definitely is very, very helpful. We appreciate that, but also. Can kind of pay in our salaries by heading on over to patreon.com slash without parole games, uh, for giving us a dollar a month, three dollars a month, five dollars a month. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make each of those tiers a little bit more worthwhile as time progresses. Uh, you'll be seeing some exclusive videos over on Patreon eventually. There's going to be some AMAs, some hangouts, that kind of shit, uh, that are going to be Patreon exclusive. So five dollars will get you access to those, but for now, three dollars will get your name on this list down below, right? that illustrious list yes. down below and also access to voice chat over on discord otherwise discord is totally free so make sure you join us on discord as well click the link in the description uh so badass and there. don't forget we're trying to hire aj that's going to be a the, big big thing asap speaking of the game cat cowboy dan yee-haw, is asking how much is the three dollar patreon in australian it's just three dollars australian right and it, then it converts when, when you no no when you when you no, it, it's three dollars American, and it'll just charge him whatever the whatever it is. So if you go to patreon.com slash without pro games, you select the three dollar tier. It'll yeah. tell it, it'll take out the the or it'll tell you what the Australian uh, conversion of that is. I I, okay. I could probably go to Google right now and look it up, but uh, but you could also do that too. <laughs> so that's always an option, folks. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what region you're in. Patreon will take care of that shit all automatically. <sighs> AJ. Other than those people, though, other than people support us financially, there's a whole other group of people we'd like to thank, isn't there? That's right, Brian. It is Friday, and so now is the day where we would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat-related, or something GameCat-adjacent, as you and something GameCat like to say. And this week, we have, oh my god, a lot. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with... Toby, the game Dingo. Bing. Dude, we were so late on Toby, the game, the game Dingo. He was supposed to get a shout-out last week. Apologize to you, Toby. Uh, but we got, you, we got you, man. We got you covered. You know, if we miss you, just let us know. We'll get you the following week. Thank you, so Toby. We've got another one that you've influenced, and that is Flame Hat, the love of his life cat. Oh. I love it. <laughs> Great. Loving the game cat adjacent names, as you and game cat adjacent like to say. Flame hat makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. It must be that really hot hat he's got. We've also got Dave, the UK game cat, who's been around for a while. Did, have you not missed? Is that? I guess he must have just changed it. Um, but he's been around for ever. Yeah, he just. If, yeah, I mean, like if somebody use if if I see somebody and I'm like I don't remember you, uh, but if you don't use the hashtag game cat, like I don't know, like you know this. this this is kind of a lot of cats right now, and uh, and I've had very frequently been like, AJ, is this person new? I don't know. I got to go check, to, like, go back in the comments and see. Uh, so help me out, man. Like, my brain doesn't work the way it's supposed to. So you got to help me out with the hashtag GameCat in the comments. Is serial killer the GameCat buying without parole? Bing. I mean, that's the most important question, right? Acquisitions are everything, and serial killer is just buying up channels left and right. Yep. Who knows who's next? Maybe it's us. That would be nice. 
We're just gonna we're just gonna buy every PSVR YouTube channel out there. So, oh, that, if only we had the money. If only there were <laughs> other ones to buy. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Texotron, the port shovel game cat. Bing. <laughs> I was yeah. I totally missed the inside joke on that, but um, yeah. Only the chosen know. I do Dude. know it now, though. Yeah, I love, I love it. I love it. I port the cats. The cats latch on to cats latch on to everything. And port shovel was a, a a good recent inside joke. And finally, last but certainly not least, we've got Move Master Mick, the shape throwing PSVR game cat. Dude, that is definitely a long time coming right there. Move Master Mick, the shape throwing PSVR game cat. Uh, that is not a term I was familiar with before Mick introduced me to it, and now I know what throwing shapes means. It means you're getting your groove on. It means you're dancing. You're at the club. You're doing some crazy shit. Um, thank you, guys. Remember, if you change your name because you love us almost as much as we love you, uh, make sure you put hashtag GameCat in the comments somewhere in a video so I can find it. Not in the live stream. It doesn't work that way. Uh, and then we'll give you a shout-out on next week's show. Thank you so very much. And let's talk to a few other people who tipped us during that segment. Dragoon's Eye 76 with a $2 tip says, hashtag hire AJ. I agree. Thank you. Uh, hashtag Legend of Dragoon VR. Sony. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that was obviously uh, it's, yeah, not a thing. Oh, hey, Donatello, the scientist game cat with, uh, oh, hey, we're just going to leave Flame Hat on the screen, apparently. I can't, didn't seem to take that one off. <laughs> It'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. You can just hang he out with us. He can stay there. Yep. He belongs to us now. He's a good boy. He's just hang out with us. All right, Donatello, <laughs> uh, who's hopefully is feeling better uh, with $10 tips, says Don- Donatello. <laughs> Doctor tells me. Uh, ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Uh, not today. Not today. Not today. Love you, Brian, AJ, and the entire GameCat community. You are all special to me. Live full. Live life to the fullest. With a big heart. Hell yeah, Donnie. Good to see you back, man. Glad you're doing better after your surgery. Fucking trooper, man. I knew you'd pull through. We're not gonna lose you. <laughs> oh man, awesome. No, really, dude. Uh, good to see you. Yeah, you, I think back, my supposed to be leaving the hospital yesterday, so I got to check in with him and see if let us know in the, let us know if you're home or not. Um, see if that worked out or not. Mad Max: The Metaverse Game Cat VR with the five dollar tip says, "Don't know if you're going to talk about Hitman Y2 update, uh, but I'm pissed. PSV, PC VR has full motion in VR while we're stuck with the gamepad. No news from IOI. Uh, I mean, I don't think you should be pissed, man. It doesn't sound like they got a very good version." <laughs> I don't, yeah, you. we have the better version right now from the sound of it. I mean, even other developers that I saw that played like hundreds of hours of the, the PSVR version were saying that it's like straight up broken, that they're getting like five frames per second and all sorts of things. So, uh, no, I'm totally cool with this. I'll take the beautiful, uh, amazing, fun version of the game that we currently have. Could it be better with motion support? Yes. But they look like they still have a lot of work to do. And a lot of stuff to figure out first. So in the meantime, if you have it, just enjoy the game, man. Like, like you know, it's it's awesome. It's a great game, and uh, I hopefully, I hopefully they do get it fixed and patched up, and in major improvements, and uh, and then that translates to the PSVR two version. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say at this point, just uh, give them some time and let them figure out their PC VR stuff. And then by the time PSVR two rolls around, we should have the the best version there is. <laughs> let's, yes. let's hope. Let's really hope, man. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel terrible at this point about not getting the, uh, about getting the, 
the move support. Well, I think anything. this shows you why we didn't get move support. <laughs> uh, because like, they weren't. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean that's yep, definitely. Um, they have a lot, and that's kind of what I figured. They they saw the move support most likely, and they they tried to do it. They were probably like, "What the fuck is this?" And then they weren't able to uh, figure something out. I mean, we still have developers that just don't know how to use the move controllers, and it goes beyond that. I mean, you've got everything you need with PC VR uh, at this time. You should anyways, and they still couldn't figure it out. So hopefully uh, this is something that just more developers just need to to educate themselves about VR. It's, it's going to be tricky if this is something we run into a lot. This is one of the – this is one of the things that all the PC VR like – or let me just say like the really like VR um, enthusiasts – and stuff. This is their worry about AAA games coming to VR. Uh, I saw Nathy posted like something like Medal of Honor, Sniper Elite, which was good with the aim, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, now Hitman Three. And so I've said from the beginning, I understand these concerns. This is what they're concerned about: is uh, when when AAA devs do this and they just mess it up. But um, I don't know. Uh, there's, there's no. I wish I could say, oh, they'll, they'll get it eventually. But you don't right. want to have too many uh, games fall on their face before that happens. You know. Agreed. MRI Gamer with the five dollar tip says playing Zenith Day One, but definitely watching PSVR Underground tips beforehand. Sorely missed those number one VR tips guide. Sorely missed the, these number one VR tips guide. I'm so excited, YouTuber man. by far. I worked you're, you're, my you're the number one ass VR off. tips guide YouTuber. That, that's quite the <laughs> fucking title, man. I hope so, man. I hope I, I hope it lives up to, and I think it will uh, because I spent an ungodly amount of time on it. Um, so I, I hope it's a nice return to form because, um, yeah, haven't haven't I'm back to doing tips again, which it's been a long time. That's kind of how I made my name in the first place. Absolutely. That's why uh, we were going to bring you on uh, to Without Parole yeah. exclusively to do walk walkthroughs and guides and tips. Yeah. Uh, and since then, it has been not not so much what happens. <laughs> Few and far between. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get on to our first news story. Uh, I think we all woke up today to a new PSVR trailer from Sony, uh, which was, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm going to bring it up here on the screen. But uh, but what what was your feeling about this new trailer? My feeling is that I have the top comment in this video. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super proud of that. Couldn't have done it without the support of the cats. And uh, I'll be here all week. Um, no, man, it's... So I had I had two, two different thoughts. Number one, I was like, okay, did they, like, re-upload the same video again? Because they yeah. keep doing this live the game uh, YouTube video. And... Uh, I get that that's that's the the phrase that they're going to try to you know that's the 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 tagline for PSVR that they're going with just like how PS5 has play has no limits. Yeah, I mean like live the game like I don't know. I'm, I I, I, hope don't, they, I don't mind it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mind it, but it, it just feels so yeah. like feels like it it feels like they sat around the a conference room table and were like anybody have any good <laughs> just the, the first one that was the thrown out there they're like okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh because it just sounds so kind of throwaway. You know, it, those kinds of taglines and stuff, it was always about the commercials. I think the, the, these are more just like quick sizzle reel. 
Um, and they start off showing stuff like uh, what, what I noticed was different from last time was they have stuff like uh, After the Fall on there, which I don't know why they're promoting. They need to stop promoting After the Fall because it's broken. Because it crashes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, luckily we told everybody don't buy it uh, because it is broken. We know the g- it's not a bad game. It's not. But the port or whatever or our the version on psvr see it happens to us too pcvr it's just usually from indie devs not triple a devs um but uh but yeah they that was on there and then they added puzzling places and song in the smoke mm. which are in fact actually uh, nominated for uh in the dice awards uh, this year um i think shuhei really really likes those games and has been kind of pushing them and and i'm glad like that's why i love shuhei because I think Puzzling Places was really great, and obviously Song of the Smoke was our 2021 Game of the Year. I, I, I've seen it at least one or two uh, better suggestions of, uh, of PSVR taglines there could be uh, from Sony, and, and I really want it just to be PlayStation does what Xbox don't. I think that's I think that's fair. Uh, Red Rover, the FM GameCat with the $10 tip says, sorry for this. I like how he apologizes ahead of time. Uh, Sniper Elite on AIM. How the heck do you get past the shooting range in the first mission? I've tried all afternoon. It absolutely will not activate the house door. I'm totally stalled. Is the house door? I don't think it's the house door you walk through. I think it, it's, there's like, isn't there like a, just like a big open, open gate that well, you walk through? Well, how do you get past the shooting range? Well, he's talking about how do you exit the level. Right. Um... And yeah, I don't know. There's there should be a marker on. It's just a door, um, yeah. and it does make you do all the all the target practice stuff first. I, I just right don't know what right. You have saying. to complete all of them, including the grenade one. Yeah, maybe maybe you missed one. He says he's been trying all afternoon, so I'm pretty sure he's probably tried everything. Um, it could be a bug too. I, I yeah, it definitely could be. I hated that so much. I was like, don't force me to do this. I was so irritated. I was like. I, I did the first level. It was super duper short, and then did that, and I was like, "Okay, you're like really just kind of trying to stretch this out right now." And uh, I was like, "This could be optional. It'd be nice if you said, hey, over here is it's, it's target practice, a shooting range.'" Uh, but instead, they were like, "You have to do all of these." And I was like, "This is so fucking boring. Don't make me do this on the second level." Yeah, it was um, weird on the second level. For but sure. the 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 area itself is fine. But yeah, it was weird to start with the action and then go into that. It's like, oh, okay gonna slow things down a bit <laughs> uh, yeah i know right um, like just keep up the momentum like like keep it keep it going strong uh professor lewis with the five dollar tip says the game cats have spoken bring on the giant uh, spiders sunday multiplayers january 23rd 2 p.m eastern farpoint two-player co-op yes. aim controller and gore five uh, point get your five point here Yep, Five another, point. another great reason to join Discord. Uh, get in on those multiplayer meetups. Uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. We're going to play some Farpoint. Uh, I will not be there for this this one, but I will try to get back into these soon. Remember, join the Discord. Click the link in the description. People are always out messaging me saying, how do I access the Discord? Click the link in the description. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> what are you doing, Tornado? She's everywhere, man. All right. Oh, man. I, I, I do love Farpoint. I will say, though, we did that top 25 favorite games recently, mm-hmm. and, like, it's already changed drastically. I think No Man's Sky is my number one favorite game, and uh, Farpoint maybe number two, and, like, Saints and Sinners is, is back up top in, like, the top three. I don't know what I was thinking that episode, but I don't know. My favorites change constantly, so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I think the important part about this live the game trailer is that it had the upcoming big three, which is Wanderer, um, Moss Book 2, mm-hmm. and a game that we have some new news about, probably all of our most anticipated game right now, 
because it's going to be huge and amazing. And that is Zenith, Zenith, the last city. I keep saying Zenith. It's so hard. Yep. I think it's supposed to be Zenith. I say both. It depends on which day it is. <clears throat> yep. Excuse me. Dragoon's Eye 76 with the $2 tip says, Sony should just buy the phrase link start. What, what is that? Why, why is that not ringing a bell? Um, but yeah, I definitely need some, a little bit of help in the, uh, in, in the catchphrase department. Dude, Zenith looks, I mean, Zenith looks awesome. Zenith, Zenith is awesome. Um, I'm really, really curious to see if, if anything will be different from beta two when we get into there, into the final version. Uh, I can't imagine there will be too much. Uh, they, you know, they've got a lot of plans on a, a, a lot of plans for the future. I'm sure they have a, a pretty decent roadmap. Uh, but once they reveal that roadmap, man, I'm going to be really, really excited because I love what they're doing so far. And I just kind of can't wait to see all the stuff that they're going to add to this. Uh, I'm definitely getting ahead of myself because we should be talking about the launch and not what's happening further on. Uh, and they confirmed a discount for, for launch members, right? They're crazy. They're out of their mind. <laughs> this game is already like for $30, you get a huge MMO. As far as I know, because I've gotten this question a bunch, there is no like um, monthly subscription that you have to have for the game because World of Warcraft did that back in the day where you'd have to purchase the game and you'd have to pay monthly. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, I think it's just you just buy the game and you have PlayStation Plus, and now they're offering a 10% discount on the game. I hope each and every one of you uh, are going to be picking this up and joining us and having some fun because it's going to be awesome, isn't it, Brian? Yeah, I'm not. You know me, man. I'm not really like that big on multiplayer stuff. It's it's really secondary for me. Like, Wanderer should be the game I'm most excited about because I'm such a single player, like solitary person. Too. I just want to like you know ex- ex- take it all in and just and just explore every corner and, and do my own thing. Uh, but this is this is really changing. I mean, VR has really changed me uh, to become really interested in playing more multiplayer stuff. And then this is my my really really my first MMO that I've ever gotten into. Yes. So uh, and and I'm and, and I'm a little shocked. I think it's it's made me curious like what I missed out on in the past. Um, but but yeah, man, I'm, I'm really really excited. So you guys are gonna have to get out there and on, on day one and join the GameCat Dojo Guild. Because uh, right now we're we're not finding any answers when it comes to uh, to to limit numbers on guilds. We don't know how many people yeah. can join us, and so they haven't answered this question directly. Correct, but I did. I've been looking everywhere to find some kind of thing, and now take this with a grain of salt. But uh, they did. I did see people in the Discord, their Discord, mentioning uh, a guild having almost. 275 people something like that so i can't that's not an official thing so we can't go by that unfortunately but i think there's going to be a lot of people you can add to a guild Uh, professor lilith in the chat says did i miss something is zenith on the store already and uh and and i think we might have buried the lead a little bit here uh the developers ramen vr have announced that they're going to give us a 10 percent discount at launch uh and that's uh and that's kind of the big news story here um the game is already just going to be 30 bucks which I think AJ and I both agree is about ten to twenty dollars less than it could be. They could have certainly yeah. could have charged a lot more for what they're offering at launch, uh, yeah. and then on top of that, you know, an extra three bucks off is that ten percent on? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's about twenty six ninety nine. I'm assuming uh, it is not currently available for pre order. Uh, it is on other platforms, but they said it will be up on the One PlayStation other Store. 
uh, shortly. It's not available for pre-order on Steam or PSVR yet, but it will be, and they said they will be uh, trying. They are working to match that price discount too. So, um, we'll see what happens. Yep, An inexpensive game, even more inexpensive. Virtual Strangers is here saying the most important thing in the chat. I represent the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> I represent the Lollipop Guild. Uh, we're of course going to be supporting the Game Cat Dojo. That's right. So uh, yeah, look again with, without any confirmation of how many players you can add to a guild, uh, it's going to be kind of first come first serve. Uh, so everybody's getting in on day one. Like, yeah. get get into the Zenith Discord. Get into get into our Discord and find our Zenith channel, uh, and we'll be just adding people left and right. Uh, you know, again on a first come first serve basis. Uh, make- yeah, we usually have a rule against pre-orders. This is the second it pre- goes, li- the pre-order goes live. Pick this shit up immediately, and then yep. yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be running with uh, a, some large groups. So. Um, we had a large group of people in the closed <laughs> beta. Yeah. We had a lot of people. You'll see some gameplay footage of it uh, in my tips video. Um, and that was like nothing. I mean, that was just – that was nothing compared. So I think we're going to be uh, – we're going to have a shit ton of people. You don't want – you really don't want to miss out. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, to the pre-order point, man. Yeah, we don't we don't recommend pre-ordering anything, but but we you know if you play we played beta one, we played beta two, uh, and even if even if some things still aren't fixed by the time that this game gets released, even if some of the cooking bugs still persist, even if some of the crashes still persist, like it'll suck. But it's not like after the fall where it just fucking ruins everything. It's like, well, okay, that 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 sucks, but you got let's jump back in and, and get back in there and do it, and then play until you know something else bad happens. Um, Actually, I was thinking about it during beta two. I don't think I had a single crash. I, um, I, I had I had two or three crashes and, and uh, you did yeah and actually so during my five hour live stream I don't remember if I had a crash and I think most of the crashes I had were right there at the end as they were shutting as they were making changes and, and shutting down servers right. for That's, other platforms so I'm assuming that was the problem but uh, I don't I don't want to start like giving the developers any outs and being like oh it's fine it's everything's great <laughs> it's like they were they were still issues and hopefully they can patch all those things up before uh, the final release AJ. Yo, we just talked about End Dreams making a triple A AAA VR studio, and uh, and hot on the heels of that amazing news, we just got some news about another amazing studio, <coughs> maybe <laughs> creating another uh, VR dedicated uh, studio, uh, and uh, and this is from our friends who probably aren't our friends anymore after my review. Uh, at Grounding, who made Space Channel 5. Kind of funky newsflash for PlayStation VR. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're all on the same page here where, you know, I actually thought the game was fun, uh, but it was 45 minutes long, and it was $40. Yeah. <laughs> like, Christ almighty, guys. Uh, so, hopefully, that's not they're going to be a uh, thing we see again from them because what that's got to be one of the worst pricings I've ever seen in a game ever. It's up there for um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. These, uh, this studio has ties with Sega though. And, uh, and man, right. like, the fact that they're creating a dedicated VR studio gives me hope that the people at that studio are going to be more familiar with the VR ecosystem, familiar with pricing, familiar with what gamers are looking for. Uh, and also if they saw these connections with Sega, 
hopefully bringing a lot of Sega classics into VR. I mean, we've said mm. a thousand times, a thousand times, why isn't anyone bringing Crazy Taxi into VR? Like a straight yeah. fucking port of that game and put that puts you in the driver's seat would be so much fun. I both agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. I would love to have Crazy Taxi back. I would love Jet Set Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love, number one especially, House of the Dead VR. But do you want grounding in charge of that? That's where I'm like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. We've seen we've seen worse games uh, from developers whose follow up have been so so much better. And so I really think that Space Channel Five kind of funky newsflash was them testing the waters, trying to figure stuff out, like learning the ropes. And I and I do think that this studio has a lot of potential. I won't know if these <laughs> if this is the team I want doing it. I'd rather have somebody doing it than nobody. Um, but I mean. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's a good question. I certainly don't want uh, like a sixty dollars crazy taxi port <laughs> that that uh, that that you know that has some kind of issues. But but it's promising, man. When 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 I, I in my head, I w- this was actually really surprising to me because I was thinking to myself, well, this got you know okay, an okay reception from the community. People are people who played it said, yeah, it's good. It's really short. And it's, you know, it feels like a one and done, even though there's this element, this arcade element where you're like, I want to go back and do it over and over and over and over again to get a better score. That didn't rope me in, right? So I I do think that despite this somewhat negative or or middling reviews, uh, it was good to see these guys believe in VR and say, well, this was our fault. Like, we're still going to pursue VR. We're still going to move forward with it. Uh, Because so many times developers have said, "Uh, VR didn't work for us. We tried, we tried once, and, and, and it was really their fault that the game didn't sell or that the, the game wasn't good. Uh, and then they were like, oh, that didn't work. We're, we're going to move on. And so these yeah. guys seem like maybe they're a little bit more aware of the situation. I hope so. <laughs> we have Spliffy, the smoking game cat with the five quid, saying, hi, all cats. Hello. Uh, was it Spliffy! Recently- I, feel like it's, I feel like we haven't seen Spliffy in a while, right? I don't know. Have we not seen, seen been, Spliffy? Just been taking it easy, bro. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen Spliffy's name in a while. With the recent Activision announcement, do you think it will encourage Sony to have a greater focus on VR in the future? It's so funny Could because be I've, seen, I've seen it both ways. I've seen people saying yeah. both things. Oh, PSVR 2's dead. They got to focus on AAA flat screen stuff. It's like, no. What? I don't think so. <laughs> no. No, but they do. I think at most they just need to... Well, you know, there was obviously another news story around it about Phil Spencer or at least uh, Microsoft and Sony talking together. And, you know, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I don't think that really affects us very much. I mean, what I do know is that this creates a bigger opportunity for developers making a first person shooter uh, to really make some noise here. And whether it be a Sony first party, Sony third party. Um, if Call of Duty what it not gets removed from PlayStation, um, which is now now kind of up in the air, uh, this gives an uh, opportunity for a new dev. So, yep. Uh, we got Texatron, the port shovel game cat, with three dollar tips. Says world's scariest plant, bamboo. Ah, it was, it was good random. One, it was random, and I loved it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, let's move on to our next uh, story, uh, which brings us to uh, Ken Kudaragi, also known as the father of PlayStation. Uh, maybe not loving the idea of PSVR two. 
Where does this article come to us from, AJ? This, we are pulling this from Tech Radar, and it is Adam Vigestica. Um says, the title of the article is, PSVR 2 will be simply annoying, according to PlayStation <laughs> creator Ken Kuta- Kutaragi. Uh he says, uh, Sony's PSVR 2 headset certainly sounds promising based on its impressive technical specifications, but PlayStation creator Ken Kuduragi has dismissed the Japanese company's second foray into virtual reality, and he doesn't like the sound of the metaverse either. In an uh, interview with Bloomberg, the 71-year-old Kuduragi uh, said that the biggest issue with virtual reality headsets like Sony's PSVR 2 is the fact that devices stop you from being in the real world. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 Ken, hold <laughs> up, man. Talking crazy there. Wait, other video to- games don't. <laughs> other video games don't. Other movies don't. Books don't take you out of the real world. Uh, none of that stuff takes you out of the real world. That is all, as according to Mr. Uh, Kudaragi, all of that stuff is actually real life. For, from, from the beginning of history, people have been trying to find more ways to pull you away from reality. And he's like, this is a <laughs> terrible thing. Uh, the, part, the father of PlayStation has decided that VR is Listen, bad man, because it pulls you away I from will not. Life. I can't disrespect this man, Okay. He he is uh, the, he's disrespecting the creator, you, AJ. He is the creator of uh, of the PlayStation One, uh, which is like m- so important to me. Yeah. So I will always respect this guy for what he did. But he's a little out of touch. Obviously, he's a little out of touch with uh, the the current the modern world. And uh, you know, you can't blame him. Seventy one years old. He's probably you know tending to his garden every day. It, it just doesn't, reeks, doesn't it, know what's going on. It just reeks of an old man yelling, get off my lawn. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know what, sir? I don't like with all due respect, I, your opinion no longer matters. <laughs> like, old, I, I think of people of all ages, um, you know, their, their opinion is important and valid. Uh, but it, I, I would I would be curious to find out what his relationship is with gaming these days. That is, I, I, I think I, I would bet I would really bet that he hasn't played that many games since he since he left Sony, because um, I, I don't think it ended well. Well, to continue, he says headsets would isolate you from the real world, real real world, and I can't agree with that. Headsets are simply annoying. <laughs> For similar reasons, Kudaragi isn't a fan of the metaverse and likened the idea of interacting as a virtual avatar to being the same as posting anonymously on the internet because nobody does that. Being in the real world is very important, but but the metaverse is about making quasi real in the virtual world, and I can't see the point of doing it. Kudaragi, uh, you would rather be a polished avatar instead of your real self that's essentially no different from anonymous message board sites brian what the fuck is he talking about i don't i don't don't know i don't even understand anymore man it's like for for so long we've reveled in the idea of of becoming someone else and and going on this big epic adventure whether it be on a flat screen on a portable system doesn't matter man it's like since the since day one of video games we we've this has been a release this has been something like a form of escapism and vr has brought that escapism to the highest level we've seen thus far and so for for him to be like all gung-ho about video games and then this be the reason that he's not into vr i mean 
Yeah, what, what's he doing talking to these people? Did people, like, reach out to him and bother him about this or something? Um, you would think, man, that during a global pandemic, this guy would realize the importance of this technology, the importance of stuff like a metaverse or just online gaming or being on the Internet. Um, this has been an escape for a lot of people that have had limitations in what they can go and do yeah. without the risk of death. So, um, you know, for me personally, I was I would have been alone on uh, my birthday on New Year's Eve, uh, if not for VR. And, and I had one of I had probably my favorite birthday that I can even remember um, because of it going into uh, rec room or and, and going to different. Um, it was like it was like a camping lodge with fireworks and and like all the game cats were in there and it was amazing man and I I got to connect with people in a time where and, and do it safely um, so like I think I think of uh, you know I disagree with what he's saying but it's even more nonsensical when you uh, put it in the context of the day of today. Dreamcasting channel with the two dollar tip says Ken's right. I'd rather shoot real life zombies. <laughs> like, well, that's true. Um, Damn. The, the only the only part that I could possibly see being like legitimate here is that VR is annoying. Like having to put something on your face yeah. to play a video game. Like I can I can see people not being into that idea. That but that that's where this argument for me starts and stops. Everything else he said is just nonsense. Uh, so I think this is this is a I, to me, this is a pretty throwaway article, um, but it but it was also important to bring up because it's like, you know, it just just because you've done something revolutionary in video games doesn't mean you're always going to be a forward thinker. Well, shame on all the articles that publish this. You know, journalism <laughs> is so they they won't oh, hesitate for journalism. one second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of these mainstream media outlets they won't hesitate to be like, oh, we've got the latest and greatest shit post we can spread around i mean this is that's, they should know better than to spread this dumb messaging around um this really poor messages and and really if you go and look at like i would the best part about this i went to like the ign one i don't know why but uh i went and looked at the comment section mm -hmm. and like that was even more hilarious i mean it's so like like the people that like agreed with them are just there to shit on vr and they know absolutely nothing about how any of it works or any significance of it there uh it's amazing to me man um you know they they talk about how it's bad for mental health um you know before vr and this community uh i used to suffer from really bad depression and i feel like i haven't been depressed in um in years man uh ever since joining this ever since joining vr um the 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 movement and it has done it has really turned my life around, and I've honestly never been happier. I mean, to your point, uh, yeah. I mean, dude, COVID has been—I I, can't—I can't say that VR has cured my depression. I, I don't think anything's ever going to do that. Um, but but it certainly helps. Uh, there's been a lot of dark times in my life, and in being able to be with other people, especially during a time where like leaving your house is fucking scary, right? To be able to put on a yeah. headset and suddenly be somewhere else with a bunch of other people, whether it be running around killing zombies, hanging out in rec room, like shooting people, uh, like going on quests in in Zenith. There's so many examples that uh, that like when I look back at those, I'm like that was me hanging out with people. That wasn't me isolating myself in VR. Um, and so I, I do agree that it's, it's VR feels like it's more important than ever during this time. 
Yeah, and it's it's a lot more intimate than regular game. I mean, how are you going to sit there and say that when when you, there's like already um, like multiplayer online competitive shooters where all you hear is people going fuck like just over and over or like you know talking shit? There's like these awful toxic communities, um, and then you've got something like VR that is uh, a lot more mature, a lot more um, just like I don't know. It's a lot more intimate, like I said, and you connect with people even more. I, I am, you know, all of us are usually not the most like multiplayer centric people, but I definitely have become more social because of VR, um, interacting with people online. I wanted to be anonymous, like uh, online, and VR actually has brought me out of that shell a little bit. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's completely it's it's a completely misguided take, um, and yeah, I get that he's the father, the grandfather of PlayStation, or whatever. But um, you know, times be a changing. Waleed Saeed Faridi with Canadian two dollar tip says, "Seems like Microsoft bought Mister Ken as well." Uh, there's also actually been quite a quite a few interesting comments in the chat. Um, Professor Lowe says Kudaragi gets to decide for himself whether he wants to play VR. It's it's absolutely one hundred percent the truth. It's like I mean. It's what he thinks about VR doesn't really uh, influence any of us. Uh, but if you don't like VR, you don't you don't play VR. There's no, there's no issue there. Uh, Neon Group says honestly, I don't enjoy wearing the headset, but it's worth the discomfort to me. Um, so it's yeah. I mean, so there's definitely people in the chat who uh, you know see where he's coming from. But uh, but I don't know, man. It's like yeah. I mean, look, you know, everyone's allowed to have their opinion and. I, I know nothing about this guy. I don't even think I knew who he was until this article came out. Uh, and I've been playing PlayStation since day one. Um, so, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is, indeed. Uh, but when, anytime someone says something crazy about VR, we're always here to listen because, if nothing else, it's entertaining. Uh, but dude, some really good news dropped, uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Shell Games announced that one of their games is getting a big update sometime soon. AJ, what do we know so far about the Until You Fall Neon Update version 1.03? <laughs> Man, what a surprise this was. Hopefully all of you went and picked it up uh, Until You Fall when it was free on PlayStation Plus for like two months. If you didn't, if you missed it, then I don't know. Um, but all we got, Brian, was a tweet from the Until You Fall official Twitter account that says, prepare yourself, champion. An exciting new update is coming. More details will be unraveled soon. And they show a, uh, they've got a little thing that says the future is neon with a k-n-e-o-n um and they say version 1.3 approaches this is cool news man awesome news it it is awesome news um and and it's sort of one of those things that we always expected right like they the developers were fairly coy when we asked them about it um during interviews and uh and and, you know responses on twitter uh but but there was always this thing uh where like if you looked at the trophy list it, it when when you beat uh, when you beat the campaign for the first time, it said, I forget what it said. It said, uh, it, the reward was, or the award said, you know, that you've beaten the, was it the cursed forest or whatever the hell you beat in the first right. forest campaign. And so it was like, right. well, wait a minute. It doesn't say you beat the game. It says you beat this campaign. Like, and they gave it a right. name. Uh, and so to me that like, just in especially as for a team that was so hell bent on giving us more and more and more and more free content for, I expect you to die. 
they basically doubled the size of that game with what was it at least three huge pieces of dlc that it seemed like a no-brainer for until you fall um and so so all of that adding up together this isn't a surprise to me but it also seemed like until you fall get a little far away from us they they they've released i expect you to die too and, and they were just really quiet on this um did you expect to see this at a certain point did you had you given up hope i am so disappointing disappointed and i'm so disappointed i'll double yes, down on that that, that too <laughs> uh, I, i'm so disappointed in shell games because clearly this is some scummy tactic to cut they had another part of the game that they cut out and now they're just trying to resell it to us and i am just so disappointed <laughs> nothing they make is quality no i'm just kidding uh shell games is amazing and this game uh, kicks loads of ass and um <laughs> and uh you know i was hoping i didn't lose all hope mm-hmm. but i was like very not sure because just because uh, there's hints um of something you know unless it's confirmed you know you never know maybe you know i know until you fall sold well on other platforms um which is what gave me a little bit of hope but i know on psvr their timing uh was not very good and they got buried i mean they got buried until you fall got buried under swordsman under the walking dead onslaught and uh and star wars squadrons so it it was just it was really unfortunate timing for them and uh you know this playstation plus thing was uh was probably one of the biggest things they could have done i was really surprised to see them in there but i know they have a good relationship with sony so um yeah long story short I was hopeful that we would get more content because I do like this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I feel like this game was sort of just kind of pushed onto the PlayStation Store because, like you said, it got dropped during a crazy time. I think we got eight PSVR games over the course of like three weeks, and there were some really big heavy hitters uh, during this time. Uh, and even like the smaller games, I think this came out like during the same month as like budget cuts. So like the, even the smaller games like had a little bit of you know VR cred out there from other being on other platforms. Um, so, so this, yeah, this, I, I feel like Shell just kind of pushed this out there knowing full well that eventually, uh, there would be, there would be an audience and, and, you know, maybe with an update when they updated it, they'd get to shine the light back on their game. And maybe, uh, that would be the time that they'd get more sales. Um, but so be, before we move on from this, cause I, cause I think this is really a big deal. I mean, what do you expect from this update? There's, do you, do you think there's going to be. Do you think it's just going to be new enemies? Do you think it's a whole whole new area? Because they've been very, very uh, quiet since the announcement about what exactly will be included in this. Yeah, I mean, well, it's yeah, I mean, well, they haven't given us anything other than saying like this. Uh, this is coming out, and um, we don't know anything. I mean, it could be version one point three. It could be a whole new area, a whole new campaign. It could be some new weapons. Uh, all I do know is that um, Neon and VR are awesome. And I like I like Neon a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love stuff with Neon designs, and especially, like, when there's, like, a black, you know, everything's dark, and then there's, like, the Neon stuff in it that's glowing. Uh, the, this game has a fantastic art style um, and, and just overall art design. Um, so I'm really excited to see what this turns out to be. Uh, how about you? I think Emily Baxter has a way better response than I could ever 
She says, damn, I was hoping they would take the neon out of the game with the update. <laughs> that might be my favorite comment of the day. Uh, Emily Baxter uh, is notorious for not liking cartoon that much. games. Um, the art style is so good. And this is not a cartoony game. Well, the the, the art style is, is what it is. Is it really lends itself to being like, hey, if you just we just use a different hue, a different color, and uh, and and we just use a little bit of different geometry. It's not detailed to the point where like you're you're going to have the artist working around the clock for a year coming up with a new environment, right? It's like and as long as like it's 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 different enough, and then you can just like slap a different hue. Onto different into each area because this game you remember it starts off green and then you end up in a was it the red a- the red area is near the end there's a purple area and dark it's just, purple yeah right so you just you just do that with a new uh, with with new assets and then suddenly you have like this whole new campaign again I'm really hoping we see a little bit more variety when it comes to uh, weapons yeah. because in the game dude I, I was so happy when I beat this game I was like I felt so accomplished because at the beginning I was like there's no way I'm ever going to be able to beat this and when I finally did I was like yes man I fucking I feel really accomplished like it felt good to beat this like it was difficult and uh, and so and, you know not only did I have to level up my character but I, kept, I had to get better as a player and that was my favorite thing about this and one of my favorite things about roguelites in general um, and so I really hope that there's new weapons that they can experiment with because at the end, like you get you get these claws almost like Wolverine type claws, uh, and so they start experimenting with things that were just different from uh, traditional swords, and so I'd like to see what else they have up their sleeve. If, if like a different enemy type could warrant a different yeah. type of weapon to fight them with. Yeah, I've always said this game has uh, really amazing enemy design and enemy AI, um, and. Uh, yeah, really great weapons. So all of these new environments with new environments, uh, I would absolutely be the thing I hope to see. And I yep. think we'll get at least some of that at the very least. Yeah, Shell Games doesn't take too long to get anything done. I think... Uh, and Shell I, Games is a top-notch developer, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't mess around. Yeah, when we were talking about uh, studios, uh, was it Wednesday show or Monday yeah. show? Yeah, why didn't they... Yeah, you put me on the spot. I didn't think of them. I'm always putting you on the spot. I'm always testing you, seeing if you get the medal to compete. Uh, the uh, Shell Games is definitely one of those studios that is so focused on VR that if I could totally see them, uh, you know, continu- continuing to put types of games out like I expect you to die, like uh, until you fall, but also experiment and see like can can we do something even bigger? Can like do we have the capabilities for a AAA studio right. uh, and compete with the big boys? And I think these guys are solid. Like they really know what they're doing when it comes to VR. And uh, and I, I think they they will be very very competitive next gen. Yeah, at, at the very least from an indie games uh, standpoint. That's right. Um, if they expanded or whatnot, yeah, they could. They definitely could do a lot more. I mean, well, oh, dude, I didn't even think about this. Old Darth says, uh, "Until until you fall, needs Lord of the Rings style music." I, I, dude, how cool would it be if they just went a totally different direction with the music this time around? Because that was such a big part of. Of the gameplay, synthwave, right? It, it almost like I felt like I was playing a rhythm game, even though it's not a rhythm game. Like you just get into that, and it just drives the whole. It just drives you forward. Um, so I don't know. I think I'd like synthwave, unless they do, <clears throat> unless they do like rock or metal or something. Uh, I think I like synthwave more than the alternatives. When I think of neon, I think of like EDM and techno. Mm-hmm. No offense to anyone out there, I don't like uh, EDM. I don't like techno, and so. I don't know. Maybe if it's video gamified enough, um, I would love it. I was fun fact. I was listening to 
the Mega Man 2 soundtrack today. Still one of the best uh, OSTs of any game ever. Oh, my God. I think Mega Man 2 and Final Fantasy 7 are my two favorite soundtracks of all time. Uh, but, yeah, I was listening to that while in the shower, and I was just like, fuck, this soundtrack's so good. Nice. I've been, I've been playing... OG Game Boy games quite a bit, and I, and I did try out nice. the first Mega Man game on Game Boy, which is okay. That was all right. Yeah, yeah. and actually, I, and I got to be honest, I, I kind of talked some shit about the OG uh, Castlevania games on Game Boy, uh, and at least they're, they're better than I remember them being. They're they're decent. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Really good. All right, Among man. Before we, we are. Yep. before we move on to our final segment, we got a tip from Mad Max the Metaverse Game Cat VR with a twenty dollars tip says. When my dad died last year from COVID, I was very depressed and alone because of the pandemic. If it wasn't for the GameCats and VR events, I would have gone through that alone. Don't like multiplayer, but love social VR. VR for life. Right. Yeah, I like, I'm more, I've always been, uh, I guess I, I've, VR has helped me define something uh, else I like. By the way, uh, love you, Mad Max. Thanks for the awesome message and, and, you know, always here for you, man. Always need anything, hit me up, homie. Um, And, uh. But, but yeah, I, I think he's right in that. So I've I've never liked competitive multiplayer as much. I mean, I still like it sometimes. It can be very addicting when done right. Um, but I've typically liked co-op, and I think uh, social uh, multiplayer has become something I've been more accustomed to since VR. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I think just being social in general, is, it, VR has changed that for me. Uh, I told you know I've said it before on the show that sometimes I just sit in voice chat all day and and you know have <laughs> conversations with people who come through uh, in Discord and uh, while I'm working like while I'm sitting and editing um, hasn't been so much this week because I've been on my couch all week I promise you guys I promise you like th- I swear I've said this all week every single day I've said this the exact same thing I said tomorrow is going to be the day where I feel all better and I really think that this I'm, it's actually truthful today although uh, somebody just told me that maybe I have uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I might be dying. No, no, it's not. I'm not dying. Guy, Everything's fine. Guyson says you don't like the Mortal Kombat song, AJ. I do like the Mortal Kombat song. Mm-hmm. I guess I do like some. I like industrial, uh, industrial metal, <laughs> and industrial rock. I love Nine Inch Nails. I don't. I like electronic music. I say I don't like. I don't like poppy stuff. I don't like EDM. I, I hate poppy techno. Like pop and techno are like the two things I probably hate most in this world. Um, the older I've gotten, the more I've embraced more poppy music. Um, it used to be like very, very like oh, if it's, and if, poppy music. If it's there's not some good, there's some exceptions. Punk, yeah, you know, but but yeah, no, I've been I've embraced uh, the my my mellow side uh, as I've gotten older, and I've, I've really enjoyed uh, branching out and trying new things. Uh, yeah, so. I, I like to try new things. Sometimes I like it, but um, yeah. Anyways, Brian. AJ, it's the I final believe. segment of the show. It's time for t- PSVR 20 questions. I'm the host this week, which means you out there and AJ have 20 yes or no questions to ask me to figure out which PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of. There's also only six minutes. Uh, you also only have six minutes to do it. AJ. Last week, you had the buzzer beater with Vrog. <laughs> last, yeah. uh, last Gamescast. Thanks to say. Hugh Guyver, man. That had nothing yes. to do with me. I was ready to fucking throw in the towel and be like, I'm going to go I'm gonna go back to sleep and eat ramen noodles. In my sleep. Oh, man. If Mark, I Mark Pringlesleaf says, I enjoy listening to Oprah. Winfrey? <laughs> not, not opera? <laughs> uh, All right. Continue. Please. Sorry. I didn't mean All right. Are you ready? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. All right, man. Six minutes starting now. Is it 
Does it have move support? I don't know what game it is. Uh, yes. Oh, you're going to need to know. Um, does it have DualShock 4 support? No. Okay. I had to, I had to look. I was like, I wasn't sure. <sighs> is it a horror game? No. Is it sci-fi? Uh, yeah, it is sci-fi. That's four. Is it a puzzle game? It is a puzzle game. Mm. Look at you. Kicking ass only a quarter of the way through your questions. Does this game have a uh, voice actress that does a voice in another really, really popular game? This is not Deep Magnet, no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. Sci-fi puzzle game, guys. Sci-fi puzzle game. Um, Uh, Does it have full locomotion? Uh, It does have full locomotion. Has this developer made other games, PSVR games? Uh, This developer, uh, to my knowledge, has not made other PSVR games. Hmm. I got a tornado button in my face. Um, okay, okay. Got some good ones here. Uh, is this is this a good game? Uh, would I consider this a good game? I don't think Do I, I, neither one of us consider this a good game. Okay. Um, did it come out within the last year? It did come out within the last year. Do you play in a wheelchair? You do play in a wheelchair. God is it damn. gravitational? Is that is this because of shades of gray matter? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It uh, I think I saw a bunch of people. I gravitational. See I mean, this was an easy one for me. I'm a sci-fi nerd, dude. I know my sci-fi. Uh, and yeah, um, get out of here. Yeah, not a great game, but it is an award-winning game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm always shocked. Like the worst games always get some award from somewhere. I was like, I, I feel, up with that? I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's places out there that if you have, if you, if you just want an award, you can write, you can probably pay them a couple hundred bucks, and they'll be like, "Here's your award," and yeah, you can advertise it. Like, with, like who the hell are you people? If any of you develop a game, Tiffany, uh, send it into us, and we will uh, give you an award, and you know, just make sure it has. Some some money, maybe another signed poster with it. Um, I'm not sure you you understand how without parole works, AJ. <laughs> I'm not, maybe this is how you do things over on the underground, but that's not oh, how yeah. we do things over we here. Call it the under, we, we call it the underground for a reason. Oh what happens in the underground stays in the underground, Brian. My goodness, man! My goodness, you're proving to be more and more untrustworthy by the day. Oh yeah. But I love you so you're much, screwed. man. And thank you're you so screwed. much for being here with me. <laughs> Guys, don't forget to subscribe to AJ, even if even with his money-grubbing ways over at PSVR Underground. All Remember, my reviews are paid. <laughs> that's right. That, that's certainly a box quote you want. <laughs> that, that should be it, man. <laughs> Gravitational. All my box quotes are paid. Th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. Everybody supports us right here by donating. Thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash without parole games. Trust me, you guys are the ones keeping this channel running, keeping my really fucking terrible lights on, uh, and, uh, and, ma- and making sure that we get to do this for you, uh, three times a week and that all the other videos come to you. Uh, again, I've been sick this week, so I apologize for the lack of content. Uh, hopefully we'll make it up to you next week with a, with a couple reviews, lots and lots of other great videos in the works. Uh, and I'm very excited to share all that with you as when the time comes. 
Don't forget to subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. Uh, thank you again to everybody who donates. Thank you to everybody on Patreon. And thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. AJ, let's cue the cat. You're the cat, Brian, because I want to say have a wonderful weekend to GC the Diet Pepsi cat. <laughs> I said I said six out of ten without the poster. Uh, no, everyone knows I, I got this poster after because I'm just such a sweet boy. Isn't that right? Who's, Max, who's Max, Max the Metaverse who's game cat says, <laughs> says y'all stupid. We know, man, Max. That's why you're friends with us. That's why you like us. Hack the game cat. Uh, flame hat, the love of his life, cat. Uh, oh, uh, he says so your much, voice man. is extra sexy when you're sick, Brian. Thank you, Flame Hat. I love you so much. <laughs> LC2552 beat the musical game cat. Christ, I'm fist bump to you. <laughs> David the game cat runs. Much love to you as well, my run, friend. Run, David, run. Uh, he, didn't he do, I think he said he did Farpoint in like 60 minutes or like 26 minutes. I don't remember. I, I, uh, whatever I, it was. I, I won't give him a shout out until he gets to under 10 minutes. <laughs> Alberto, my bomb, the game, cat dog, I got cojones. Uh, Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony witch game kitten. This is cute, a crappy neon. <laughs> Shades of gray matter says, feel better, Brian. Thank you. Uh, Gabriel 004, the licensed meow game cat. Wave to yourself, good sir. Uh, time to play with game cats. Yes, it is. He says, crypto got to go. Let's go, Zenith. <laughs> I, t- I mean, I agree. <laughs> I don't know the connection, but Hugh Guyver in the chat tonight. Shout out to your cousin, Mac. Uh, tell the old boy down under that uh, we miss him. I almost watched Crocodile Dundee 2 on Netflix. Uh, my foot's still injured, so I'm having to take breaks and prop my foot up. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to do trying to do better. Man, pro- neither, neither one of us are firing on all cylinders these days. Uh, I'm, just, I'm proud of us for keeping this fucking train running. Man. Yeah, man. My foot is literally propped up right now. I'm so uncomfortable. Uh, Endeavor 1 in the chat tonight. Ninja Cat, the sacred master, will teach you the art of the water tiger. Uh, Ian Stambridge, <laughs> JC, the inimitable, 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 dual-wheeling, ass-kicking game cat, GT7, hot train gathering, speed now. Oh, yeah, baby, you know it. Neon Groove, stay glowy. And old Darth uh, says, swipe the, la- swipe the likes, cats. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I think the most important, the most important uh, comment from the chat just came through. And that's from GC13, the Diet Pepsi game cat, saying, <laughs> AJ, you're kind of being a baby about your toe. I am. I am. <laughs> that's awesome. It, it, <laughs> there's a darker – you don't want me to follow up to that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it hoits. It hoits. I, I, I hear – Kissy, hear... make you feel better. Kissy, make you feel better. <laughs> All yours history says hashtag cancel AJ's a little piggy. AJ's – cancel AJ's a little piggy. <laughs> That's I wish I could just chop the bastard off. Uh, Hugh Guyver says, smash the Zenith button, Tarzan. Nice. Nice, dude. I'm, I'm sitting here, right? And I'm, and I'm like, we, we got to end the stream because all I hear is tornadoes sitting on my bathroom countertop just swiping things into the toilet one by one. All I hear is like little splashes, and I know what she's doing. She's just knocking like disposable razors and probably a toothbrush. I just hear, I just hear things falling into the toilet one after another after another. Well, before we get out of here, Mark Pringlesleaf just says you should go listen to some Oprah. Well, I guess I guess I know what I'm doing tonight: ramen noodles in Oprah, port shovel. <laughs>